For those of you who are enthralled with uh, one of my co-hosts, his name is John the Latino Mosquito Vargas. Little fella has an exam tomorrow morning. He will not be with us this evening. It's just me, traditional sports radio, me and the phone. So if you'd like to join in, the phones are wide open all hour. The number is 517-432-3893. We also have an email address if you'd like to contact us electronically. WDBMSports at gmail.com. That's WDBMSports at gmail.com. So chime in on whatever you would like. Coming up this hour, Drew Neitzel selected to a United States basketball team. Teammate Raymar Morgan currently on one. Drew Neitzel, one of 14 finalists. Uh, two more to be cut, but things are looking good for Neitzel. We'll talk about that. Hear what he had to say as well. Also, Alyssa DeHaan on the women's side selected to the under-19 squad. Similar to that of Raymar Morgan's squad now. She'll compete July 26th, August 5th. We'll get to that. Plus, the University of Michigan signs a an, an endorsement deal with Adidas. My thoughts on the school down the road and their money grab in a few. Also, the Detroit Lions, they you may not claim that them to be your NFL team, but they made defensive tackle Corey Redding the highest paid at his position in the NFL today. I will tell you if it's money well spent. Seven years, $49 million, $16 million guaranteed, including $13 million via a signing bonus. Imagine that, just going home to the wife with a $13 million check. Things are all smiles, I'm sure, in the Reading household this evening. Plus, a little bit of NBA, former Spartan Morris Peterson has signed with an NBA team. If you haven't heard who, I'll tell you who exactly it is and how much he's getting paid and what his role will be and why things just didn't work out with the Pistons and why he is somewhere in the South. So, and something very uncharacteristic of me and the layout of the show we'll talk nascar but we won't talk this week i'll i'll let you know that nascar we will talk nascar next week for those of you interested in the automotive sport we will talk nascar next week right here on the spartan sports wrap with shannon shelton of the detroit free press she is very wise when it comes to nascar and specifically dale earnhardt jr there's so much involved and the reason I, I, I want to bring NASCAR into the mix is because it is, as people say, and, and I believe, that is the most watched, quote, sport among the major sports here in the United States. Uh, just look at a, a local track on a seasonal weekend and you will see why NASCAR is so popular and certain stations and networks are covering more NASCAR. So I thought I'd do the same. To serve my 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 listeners or my listener who um, how many are ever out there and if you'd like to join us the number is five one seven four three two thirty eight ninety three the email address wdbmsports at gmail dot com for those of you baseball fans your central division leading Tigers have the night off they will be at Minnesota for a three game series starting tomorrow night. And what seems to be the dry period of sports right now? It seems all we have is Major League Baseball. And it's what what else is going on? Major League Soccer. 
Oh boy, David Beckham, yes. Uh, I'll give you my two cents on David Beckham's arrival in Major League Soccer as well. All the all the media outlets, you know, sports, you know, we see ESPN. Uh, they, you know, things are so dry, they are coming out with a popularity contest bracket called Who's Now? You may have seen it, you may have not. I'm, I'm sure if you watch ESPN, you've seen it because it's it's up there with Yankees coverage in the terms of in terms of volume as it's seen on television on ESPN and, and you know they'll come out with lists and you know top 10s and who's now who's more popular now we're we're looking at LeBron James versus particular athletes surfers uh, it, it's a dry period in sports we can't deny that uh, but I, but I did notice one thing sportsillustrated.com came out with a top 10 list of the top 10 venues in college sports, and I think since this is a college show, it's fair to, to bring that up and see uh, if and where we agree with certain rankings of college sport venues, and if Michigan State has any venues that are included in the list. Uh, we start with number 10 on Sports Illustrated's list of top 10 venues in college sports. Allen Fieldhouse, Chop Chalk Jayhawk, Kansas Basketball. Yes, there's a rich history there. Um, they've had trouble in the NCAA tournament as of late, but yes, there's, and the court is named after Mr. Naismith. And in basketball, you know that name. In nine, the Charles River, head of the Charles Regatta. Uh, I'm not so sure that, don't even know what that is. The Charles Regatta, obviously something to do with crew and rowing. Uh, Mariucci Arena, not to be confused with Steve, but that's Minnesota hockey. We know the quality of hockey that's played by the University of Minnesota. And, and it's a nice facility. I don't, I'm not sure if I'd include it in the top ten, though. Seven, Michi Stadium, Army football. Yes, some tradition there, the armed services. Got to give them props. Six, the Palestra, Penn basketball. Five, Rosenblatt Stadium, the College World Series, absolutely. Uh, the Big House, Michigan football, number four. Uh, solely sold on volume, I'm sure. They have so many seats, that is why they're on the top ten list. I'm sure the, that may be the argument there. Uh, number three, the Swamp Florida Football. Yes, sir, defending national champs in both basketball and football. you got to give them props, and it's a, a solid. They have such a solid home record at home in the Swamp down in Florida. Two, Cameron Indoor Stadium. We knew we knew this was coming eventually. Duke basketball, number two on the list of top ten venues in college sports. Oh, the Cameron Crazies. Oh, the tough environment. Oh, the one of the last venues in sports in college basketball, at least that has the students in the in the premium seats. Ah, maybe you haven't seen the Breslin. I believe there are students here sit relatively near to the court, but I can see the argument. The Breslin has only been around, what, 18, 20 years. Cameron's been around since 1940. And there's such a tradition. In Michigan State, you want to be in the in the zone or whatever. Uh, you camp out for one weekend. Uh, to, to be in the Cameron Crazies at Duke, they camp out before every home game. Those fans are committed. In such a small school, but not 8,000, 9,000 is the enrollment there. Is it's impressive to see that these students come out and will camp out in the night before each home game. I I give them credit. And number one, the Rose Bowl. Michigan State football has been there a few times. It's been quite some time. I believe eighty eight. 
was the last time we've been there. We're there in 66. I believe we played UCLA there, and that's, that is UCLA football's home. And, you know, steeped in tradition, the Rose Parade, uh, Michigan, you know, was, has been there in recent years. Uh, like I said, we've had a hiatus of about 19 years, and we'd like to make it back. And I think within the next five, we have a legit shot. But uh, like I said, all uh, this is the top ten list of top ten venues in college sports. You may have noticed that Notre Dame Stadium was not on this list. I'm not sure who came up with this, who voted on this. Was it a panel? Was it one person? But I believe Notre Dame football deserves to be on the top ten list of college sport venues. Notre Dame Stadium. The Big House, yeah, I can, I can live with that. At number four, I'm not sure. Cameron Indoor Stadium, Duke Basketball. Yeah, Duke, they're solid. They won back-to-back titles in the early 90s. you got to give them credit. They've been to some fours, some final fours, that is. And the court, I believe, is now named after Coach Krzyzewski, Coach K Court. And don't be surprised if we see that here with Coach Izzo. Because, like I said, or no, like I haven't said, let me share this, the Breslin does not have the tradition built like a, a stadium like Cameron Indoor. Don't forget, games were played at Jenison Fieldhouse in the Magic Johnson era. So there, there's where national championship number one in basketball came. Those games were played at Jenison Fieldhouse. So the Breslin came, comes along in, in the late 80s, and the championship is won in 2000. So I believe there's some more history building needed in the Breslin Center. But eventually, it should be deserving of a top 10 college sports venues because... At its best, I think the Izone is the best student section in college basketball. But there are times that the Izone will just get a little complacent. Uh, you know, hear rumblings about, oh, we have to camp out for seats, yada, yada. But then you look at Duke basketball, and they have to camp out before every game. So just a tidbit in such a dry period of sports. The number 517-432-3893. The email address wdbmsports at gmail.com if you have a better venue than those aforementioned please email me at wdbmsports at gmail.com let me know also uh, there's been rumblings about oh the best college town this that and the other you know East Lansing's East Lansing's a pretty decent college town I'd say um, it's got the small town feel yes you know Michigan Agricultural College you farmers it's a, it's a nice town set in, in, in somewhat of an agricultural setting. You go out a little ways, you know, you're in the midst of a cornfield. But nonetheless, uh, Michigan State is is deep in history. The campus, I think, is is outstanding in, in terms of a a setting, an outdoor setting. And so, eventually, you you we should get some credit on on list for sports college sports venues. But you're tuned in to the Spartan Sports Rep on Impact 89 FM. We're on every Monday seven. To 8 p.m. The number, if you'd like to join, 517-432-3893. Don't forget, Saturday night's The Cultural Vibe with DJ Rad 1. My buddy Conrad, spinning for so long, as my engineer reminded me last week. It may even be close to 8 to 10 years. Yeah, 8 to 10 years. The Cultural Vibe, Saturday nights, I believe it starts at 8 p.m. Be sure to check that out right here on The Impact. But speaking of impacts... Michigan State men's basketball rising sophomore is, is the professional term, I assume. He hasn't began begun his sophomore year yet. Raymar Morgan is succeeding with USA basketball, is having quite an impact overseas in Serbia. The team is now 
after a victory today over Lithuania, I believe. They started the FIBA World Championships with a couple blowout victories. But Raymar Morgan is averaging six points, is, is about average. You know, he's not getting tremendous minutes, only 16 minutes a game compared to what he was he playing for Michigan State, about 33 minutes a game. Uh, six points, three and a half boards, and one assist. And he's starting. And the team has, like I said, won four games. They're 4-0 this far. So be sure to stay on top of that. I believe the website where you can follow all that is uh, FIBA.2007.Serbia.com. Some 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 combination of those three, FIBA 2007 and Serbia. I'm sure a, a simple Google search will get you that. But the Morgan's games end the 22nd. So he'll be done re- relatively soon here. What's today? The, the 16th? I'm, I'm losing track of days here. anyway. So he'll be done soon. Also, another testament to the quality of basketball being played here, Drew Neitzel, one of 14 selected to the Pan Am team, um, a tryout comprised of college athletes from around the nation, the top college athletes in terms of basketball, and that's part of USA Basketball. It's just, I'd say, the step up from Morgan's team, Morgan's 19 and under squad. Uh, Drew Neitzel, we're looking at mostly college players, a, a handful of seniors, but Neitzel selected as a finalist. And when it came down to it, it seemed that Neitzel's versatility as a scorer and as a traditional point guard c- came into play. And Neitzel said, it, this is a great feeling, uh, said Neitzel after the 14 finalists were announced. Uh, I didn't know what to expect. I've never really been in a situation where I faced a tryout and a cut. And we talked about this last week. These players are so good. Not, in Neitzel Morgan, their, their whole careers, uh, you know, they've probably been begged to come play on a team, whether it was a, you know, a recreational team, AU in the summertime, or just a, a traditional high school team. So, in addition to Neitzel, here's some names you may recognize. Some you may not. It's interesting to make up that Jay Wright, Jay Wright, the head coach of this team, he's the head coach at Villanova, has selected for this team Josh Carter, Texas A&M, Joey Dorsey of Memphis. Wayne Ellington, we know that name, North Carolina. Shan Foster, Vanderbilt, had a great NCAA tournament. James Giss, Maryland, we also know him. Uh, Roy Hibbert, Georgetown. Marty Lunen from Oregon. Oregon has two on this team, I believe. Derek Lowe, Washington State. Eric Maynard, Virginia Commonwealth. Scotty Reynolds of Villanova. We saw that one coming with Jay Wright being the head coach. We'd assume that he would take one of his own to be on the team. Bryce Taylor of Oregon. There's your second Oregon player. And another Washington State player in the form of Kyle Weaver. And Big Ten, fellow Big Tenner, DJ White of Indiana. So you got to love the representation that the Big Ten's getting here. Of 14, of, there was about 30 trying out at Haverford College in Pennsylvania. That two, uh, there were three that tried out from the Big Ten. Wisconsin's Brian Butch also tried out. He was clear, obviously cut. But nonetheless, DJ White... From Indiana, who I I think, it, I I can't I can't be partial here. I think he is the best big man in the Big Ten that is returning. Um, you know, we saw the Smith kid from Iowa transfer to Tennessee. Uh, he was he had a solid year as a, as a freshman in the Big Ten, fourteen and five. But DJ White, he had that he had early injuries early in his career. But DJ White, Indiana, I think is is going to make noise, and I think obviously he'll be on that first that preseason first team All Big Ten team. Along, and you look at Indiana. Indiana is going to be Michigan State's main competition 
this upcoming season in the Big Ten. I, re- I really think so. Wisconsin just lost too much. Beware of Minnesota. They bring back a lot of people. Lawrence McKenzie is possibly one of the quickest guards in the Big Ten, let alone the nation. But Drew Neitzel selected to the Pan Am team. One of 14 finalists. So they have to cut two more. Very difficult, I'd say, amongst that, amidst that list of, of talented players. Uh, you have to cut two more if you're, if you're Jay Wright. But here's what Drew Neitzel had to say about his acceptance or selection, if you'd like to say that, to the USA Pan Am team. in my stomach, but uh, it was a great feeling when I heard my name called. And be your focus. What can you bring to this team? Uh, you know, I think I can bring a lot. Definitely uh, leadership ability. Uh, you know, I, I'm going into my senior year of college, you know, so I've been around. Um, you know, I'm experienced. And, um, you know, I can play the point and I can play play shooting guard. So, you know, I, I'm versatile and I can bring, you know, a lot of things uh, to this team. That audio clip, courtesy of USA Basketball. Thanks to USA Basketball for letting us use that. Drew Neitzel, that was the Spartan point guard and captain, speaking on his selection to the Pan Am team. Like he said, his versatility, a key factor in selection. Uh, he's, he's a top point guard in the nation, I'd say, if not the top point guard. I really have an appreciation for what Drew Neitzel brings to the table. We saw him put a team on his back last year. Blow up in big games. Go for 25 to 30 points against Ohio State, against Wisconsin, upsetting the number one team in the nation. And as a result of his selection, even if Neitzel, I doubt, barring injury, fingers crossed, that he'll make the final 12 of this team. Um, when, when it came down to discussion, Coach, Wayne, Coach Jay Wright it would just just praise Neitzel in his ability to, to do both things, score and, and distribute as a point guard. And this should garner preseason Honors for Neitzel. Preseason honors mean nothing, but but at the same in the same token, it, it feels good in, in my eyes as a fan and as a sports broadcaster that Neitzel and Michigan State basketball as a whole is getting respected in the nation. Yes, preseason honors mean nothing. You haven't won a championship or a game yet, but it feels good to be respected. A year after Neitzel got no respect and, and was not even on the first team preseason All Big Ten. We're going to come into a season where Neitzel is going to be possibly voted the Big Ten Player of the Year preseason. I think so. He's got my vote. And he'll be clearly on the first team All-Big Ten because he was last year, and he's returning, and he's only going to be better, although his minutes will be reduced clearly with the depth of this team. But also, uh, just a note, ESPN is going to air the Pan Am Games July 13th through 29th. Uh, they're being held in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. So if all goes well and Neitzel is not one of the two unfortunate names to be called on the final cut, which I is highly, I'm highly doubtful of that, that Neitzel will, will, if anything, he's going to have a nice vacation to Rio de Janeiro, Brazil before he gets back to campus and, and the grind really begins for them. But congratulations to Neitzel. Morgan, meanwhile, is seeking gold. So Neitzel, his quest will begin soon. Women's Hoops, Alyssa DeHaan also selected to the under-19 team. We know that she was one of, I believe they started with six, they started with 30 as well. 
and it, they whittled it down to in the six, like 16, and now they finally come up with their 12. Alyssa DeHaan, she's on the, just as Morgan is on the under-19, Alyssa DeHaan is going to represent the Stars and Stripes July 26th through August 5th. And, and let me see if I can get this one. Bratislava, Slovakia. So she'll also be seeing some corners of the world as Morgan is in Serbia. If you'd like to join us, the number is 517-432-3893. You're in the house on the Spartan Sports Wrap. We're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we'll talk about the University of Michigan's new deal with Adidas. Leaving your belongings in your pockets when you wash your clothes. And the Lions make defensive tackle Corey Redding the richest D-tackle in the NFL. You're listening to the Spartan Sports Wrap on Impact 89FM. You're listening to Exposure on 88.9 The Impact. At the football game, Jim shows the telltale signs of being wasted. He starts flexing for the camera. He refers to his muscles as gunboats. He screams, how's this for a halftime show? Jim streaks the field. It's easy to tell if you've had way too many to drive. But what if you've had just one too many to drive? Never underestimate just a few. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, the Ad Council, and this station. For more variety than you'll hear on any other station, listen to the Impact Primetime, where you can find a different specialty show every night of the week. Sunday nights, check out Sit or Spin from 8 to 10 p.m., where you can voice your opinion on what new music we play here on the Impact. Only on Impact Primetime. You're listening to Exposure on 88.9, The Impact. Phone lines are open at 432-3893. And now, back to Exposure. Welcome back to Exposure. More importantly, you're tuned into the Spartan Sports Wrap right here on Impact 89 FM. Dan Duggar right here, all alone because my temporary sidekick, John the Latin Assassin, the Latino Mosquito Vargas, is out studying for an exam he has tomorrow, but a just a testament to we putting us here at the sports wrap putting academics first. So shout out to Vargas if he's listening, nose deep in his books. You'd like to join us? The phones are wide open. The number five one seven four three two three eight nine three. The email address wdbmsports at gmail dot com. Like I said before the break, the University of Michigan signs a new new endorsement deal. Not with Nike, though, with Adidas. I believe it's eight years, $7.8 million. And we look at major programs across the nation. We know the swoosh is obviously the most prominent. Uh, but you look at Notre Dame. Notre Dame is another program sponsored by Adidas. We look at Indiana. Although Nike just came out with a shoe a Nike Shock shoe. This is interesting to see this in the stores. Just a side note. Nike came out with a, sh- a commemorative shoe uh, to commemorate Indiana basketball. This, you know, the state of Indiana being so rich in basketball tradition. We know that they had an what was it a 33 and 0 undefeated championship season, the best ever in college basketball. And on the shoes is an emblazoned logo of of, Indi- of the state of Indiana. All this in the midst of Indiana being for for their basketball program at the U uh, being an Adidas program. So it's interesting 
to to note that just as a side note. But Michigan, uh, it's roughly seven point five million dollars annually, uh, replacing uh, Adidas's rival Nike. Um, Adidas is is the second fiddle to Nike. We know that Adidas is the world's second biggest sporting goods maker. Um, they're going to supply University of Michigan's 25 sports teams um, starting in 2008 and 2009. Um, Adidas is going to pay Michigan $3.8 million in cash annually, um, which is much, much more than the $1.2 million the university is receiving from Nike. But hey, when you get beat in bowl games every year and Mi- the Michigan State University, your inferior little brother, just owns you in basketball for the past decade... Maybe that's what you're worth. Uh, 2.2 million in products to outfit the university's teams. Uh, this according to the Detroit News. And then we look at prominent programs. Also a UCLA, also an Adidas program. Tennessee, Volunteers, Nebraska, and Wisconsin. So the two, two, the two red teams in the Big Ten, Wisconsin, Indiana, both Adidas teams. Adidas also has ing- agreements with the NFL, Major League Soccer. And here's the kicker. An 11-year deal with the NBA. I'm surprised Nike did not jump all over the opportunity to get in the NBA. But Adidas doing its job trying to compete. But, you know, you do the math whether you like Adidas, whether you like Nike. Uh, appears to, in some, in some perspectives, to be a money grab on behalf of the University of Michigan. We know the two sides didn't necessarily get along amidst the troubles during the Chris Webber era. And I don't want to hear uh, something like the humanitarian aspect of this all, like, oh, Adidas, Nike's terrible, they have sweatshops. I believe Adidas is not going to be perfect in what they do. Adidas, all their products are not made in America. But for the most part, Nike and Adidas on the same plane. This is just arguments that are out there in the, in the school of thought. But it, Michigan to get $7.5 million in the Adidas deal. So now the school down the road will be sponsored by Adidas while Michigan State stays with Nike. Uh, you know, I can't give any qualitative analysis to Adidas or Nike because this is a nonprofit sh- station and, you know, I can't endorse one or the other. Uh, but that, that decision, uh, hopefully, you know, you can read between the lines. Uh, but the University of Michigan to be sponsored by Adidas. Shell toes instead of Air Force Ones. Three stripes instead of the swoosh. University of Michigan will have a new sponsor starting in 2008 and 2009. Uh, this one is a kicker. I read this today. You want to join us on the Spartan Sports Rep. My apologies. The number, 517-432-3893. Dan Duggar here alone because my friends just don't come to work. I need to fire the Latino mosquito. I, you know, uh, Academics should not come before the sports rep, in my opinion. Uh, the email address, wdbmsports at gmail.com. Former Tiger left-hander, he, he was here recently, Wilfredo Ledesma. He was dealt to Atlanta. Goes down to Venezuela for the All-Star break. Washes his clothes. Leaves his passport in his pants pocket and washes his pants. As a result, uh, no more passport, at least one that is salvageable, to get back to the United States. So instead of the three or four day break that was the All Star break, Ledesma is going to spend about a week and a half in Venezuela. 
Atlanta Braves clearly not thrilled with this. Um, but their gen- their general manager said in a statement that it's been like 41 years and they haven't had a problem with the player returning from the All Star break, so they'll take they'll take those those odds. But Ledesma washes his passport in his pockets. Unfortunate, you know. This comes along the lines of you know my mom used to lay the the whipping down. I mean, you leave the can- the candy bar in the pocket, uh, the the pen in the pocket, uh, the wallet is the worst. Now, that's unfortunate. You leave the wallet in, in the buttoned in the back pocket and, and let it ride through the uh, through the GE and some Tide. Uh, that could that could spell disaster, especially the pen and it makes it to the dryer and then blue or black spots all over everything. It's it's just bad news. Another reason why you got to turn the hopefully you turn the pockets inside out before you before you hit it to the washer. But unfortunately, Ledesma leaves the Tigers. Washes his passport, and he's not even back in the States. And it's assumed that he'll make it back. He's hoping to get the temporary and be back in the United States by the middle of next week. Like I talked about earlier in the hour, defensive tackle Corey Redding of the Detroit Lions is now the highest paid defensive tackle in the NFL. Today he signed seven years, $49 million, including $16 million in guaranteed money, $13 million via a signing bonus and roster guarantees. This after a career year. Uh, we've seen this before in sports. It's smart. You have a career year as an athlete. It's time to cash in. 48 tackles. Two forced fumbles. Eight sacks. Sacks and tackles. Career highs last season. But with that kind of buck, you better produce, Corey Redding. Uh, this uh, this Redding deal that's signed today, the Detroit Lions making then putting the franchise tag on him, making their defensive tackle Corey Redding the highest paid at his position, tops the five-year, thirty-three and a quarter million dollar contract given to Vikings defensive tackle Kevin Williams. So that defensive line in Detroit better be stellar for that kind of money. Corey Redding out of Texas, what he came in in 03, so now in his fourth year in the league. I believe it was a third-round pick. Yes, he had a solid year. But the problem, in many cases, athletes coming off of career years, is somewhat of a, a contract hangover. They, the, the deal's done. It's, it's, in, it's in ink. The, the, the line has been signed. And they come in that the year after the contract and just underperform like you wouldn't believe. And, and I'm hoping that Corey Redding is not going to do that with the Detroit Lions. I'm hoping that he doesn't come in and just tank and have just dismal numbers like one sack or two sacks or 20 tackles and just be ineffective on that defensive line with Sean Rogers. Here's to hoping that the post-career contract Syndrome does not set in on Corey Redding. And he comes in and is effective with the Detroit Lions. All this talk about the Lions. Kitna saying, well, we're going to win 10, 12 games. Players coming out and guaranteeing double-digit victories. Uh, if you're a Detroit sports fan, uh, you know, take a look at Rasheed Wallace. Let's not, let's not guarantee wins or, or records at the end of the year. Uh, let's just let's take it one game at a time. It's it's nice to hype that up every now and then, pump it up in the media. Oh, I guarantee Cleveland doesn't come in and win in Game Five. 
yeah, that's nice. You know, is if that's your way of intimidation or, or you know, stirring up the locker room, getting guys motivated, so be it. Um, but take a look around. Let, you know, let's take it a game at a time, Detroit. Uh, in a culture of losing, you know, albeit the Phillies' first pro franchise to 10,000 losses, you know, the frequency of games in the NFL clearly not that substantial as Major League Baseball playing 162 games a year in what in the NFL 16 games something like that but the Detroit Lions man if Barry Sa- Barry Sanders really miss you brother but defensive tackle court rating not the highest paid at his position in the NFL we're going to take a quick break you want to join us the number is 517-432-3893 the email inbox wide open at wdbmsports@gmail.com we'll return after these messages you're listening to Exposure on 88.9 The Impact. For some high school students, school can be a dangerous place. A lot of gamers look at you as a game member, too. For some, just being in school can be a struggle. I wouldn't go to school. I didn't care about what my mom said. My mom would tell me, like, what are you doing for yourself? You're not doing nothing. But despite all the obstacles, inside every high school student is a graduate. People look down on you if you don't have a diploma. I want to graduate because they say I won't. Go to BoostUp.org and find out how you can help a friend, a son, a daughter finish high school. BoostUp.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Army and the Ad Council. For more variety than you'll hear on any other station, listen to the Impact Primetime, where you can find a different specialty show every night of the week. Tuesday nights from 8 until midnight, the Impact's progressive torch and twang brings you the best in alternative country and grassroots music. Only on Impact Primetime. You're listening to Exposure on 88.9, The Impact. Phone lines are open at 432-3893. And now, back to Exposure. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to Exposure. More importantly, you're tuned into the Spartan Sports Wrap right here on Impact 89 in Feb. The number 517-432-3893. The email address, as Samantha Hoffman has used and just dropped in the inbox, wdbmsports at gmail.com. Samantha says, so let's talk about the upcoming season of Spartan football. What are your outlooks for our team? Well, let's take a look at that schedule. One of the most brutal at the tail end as there is in the nation for Michigan State and Mark D'Antonio in his first season. You know, I'll sidetrack a bit. We just talked about Corey Redding and his career contract with the Detroit Lions, making the richest D-tackle in the league. You know, I'll I'll cater to the request of our emailers, especially on this lonely night. I came in, it's cloudy. The sun's not shining, clearly. It's a little little on the cooler side. You know, it's kind of one of those nights. But So I will cater to the email request. Our official football preview show is going to come up in a couple weeks. I don't want to dive into the football season too soon. That's, I just think that's something that too many media outlets do. The time will come. It's not even August yet. The time will come. I'm saying the first week of August, Michigan State football preview. But I'll, I'll just give you a little sampling. I've been doing my homework. I, I pay attention to Michigan State football. We look at the opening games, UAB, Bowling Green, Pittsburgh, all winnable games, three at home. T- knock, knock those as wins. At Notre Dame, we talked about Notre Dame as it should be included in the top ten venues of sports as we talked at the beginning of the show. If you miss a show of mine and would like to listen to it, archived at impact89fm.com. Be sure to check that out. Props to our internet guy, 
believe his name's Eric, doing a great job keeping the shows updated and archived. Even made me a copy of a past show this week, so props to him keeping the website updated. That's impact89fm.com. Also on that very website, a live link, or, or pardon me, a link to, to listen live across the nation. If you get outside of the 30-mile radius, that is the broadcasting power of Impact 89FM, you can pick us up on the World Wide Web, impact89fm.com. But back to our email request, Sam Hoffman, right here in East Lansing. says She wants me to take a look at the team. You know, what is, what are, what is my outlook for Spartan football? I'm, I'm going to keep it real. It's, it's not going to be pretty in the tail end of this schedule. At Notre Dame, we've had our way down there. As of late, five straight wins at Notre Dame Stadium. We win again in Notre Dame, Indiana. We will set a record for most consecutive wins. That is darn impressive against one of the most storied football programs in all of America. We win at Notre Dame this year, September 22nd. It could be one of the biggest wins we've had. If we beat Notre Dame... Look at that, the puberty coming through again. You hear the voice crack? <laughs> my, my engineer, Jay, behind the glass, just smiling away at me. But if we beat Notre Dame at Notre Dame, it's this is bigger than, than the comeback that was Northwestern last year. Absolutely. Albeit in the record books, we came back and had the largest comeback. A miss a dismal season. At Notre Dame, win a very winnable. Notre Dame does not return many players. We'll get to the official season preview in the first week of August. But Notre Dame, they've lost a lot. We'll get to, we'll get to the season preview in, in August. At Wisconsin, possibly my favorite to win the Big Ten. P.J. Hill, outstanding running back. Wisconsin was a Michigan loss away from being undefeated last year. Northwestern, at home, winnable game. Indiana, also a winnable game. They're an up-and-coming program, but that is, I'd say, a must-win. That's homecoming under the lights, 7 p.m. Ohio State, yikes. At Columbus, not happening. At Iowa, team we didn't have to play last year, not happening. Versus Michigan, my senior year, haven't seen Michigan State beat Michigan. It's at home. All the novelty of things are in place, not going to happen. There's, there's a reason Michigan, albeit they lose quite often in their bowl games, there's a reason they go to a bowl game. They're good. Uh, Mike Henney, or Chad Henney, pardon me. Chad Henney, Mike Hart, Mario Manningham, they're going to be solid. At Purdue, another tough road game. Look at that, look at that stretch. Ohio, at Ohio State, at Iowa, at home against Michigan, and at Purdue. Not to mention, close it out with Grandpa Joe Pa, Penn State to, at home to close out the season. That is br- that's a brutal two, four, five games to to close out the season. So you better if you want to go to a bowl game, get those six wins out of the way early. I'm talking. You need to win those first three. You got to go down to Notre Dame and set the record for consecutive wins at Notre Dame. It's we're, we're tied for the record now. So yeah, we, it's pretty impressive. You know, thoughts of Jason Teague trotting down the right sideline, winning it no T last time we were there. The flag planting. Notre Dame does not bring back a lot. Jimmy Clausen, by that time, the talented true freshman, may be the starting quarterback at Notre Dame. Four, game four at Notre Dame. We got to win that. 
But then we travel to Wisconsin, Northwestern at home, Indiana at home, Ohio State, Iowa, Michigan, Purdue, Penn State. Six and six. We gotta win those first four. But areas of concern, I'll be brief with you, because, you know, I'm appeasing our fans here. If you'd like to join in, we're talking a little Michigan State football, official Michigan State preview show in a couple weeks. Get a couple guys from local media, Paul Condendike of Spartan Mag, probably get him back in the house, talk a little Spartan football, and I'm going to do a little bit of investigation myself. 517-432-3893. The email address, as Samantha Hoffman has used tonight, we appreciate that. All, all types of contact accepted tonight as I'm by myself, lonely here in the basement of Holden Hall on the campus Michigan State University. But the email address, pardon me, wdbmsports at gmail.com. Areas of concern. The defensive line, we lost quite a bit. We lose Mr. Stanton, David Stanton. Clifton Ryan is in the NFL. We have a new position of nose tackle under the new 4-3 defense. It's going to be Ojemdi Nuabo. OG, as he likes to be called. He's been on this very show he was on this show, one of my very first shows ever on the Impact last summer. OG and Justin Kershaw, another defensive line member, they have a lot of pressure. But beyond them in the defensive tackle and nose guard position, that defensive line is very, very thin. You're going to look at true freshman Antonio Jeremiah, I believe his name is, coming in from Ohio. Very talented, but the Big Ten, especially in the trenches, is one tough place to play. But that is an area of concern. Many people pinpoint quarterback as an area of concern. Brian Hoyer hasn't had much experience, but I, I have faith in Brian Hoyer. He's not going to try to do too much. He's going to be efficient. He, he throws the ball very well, and I think he'll be solid. Our receiving core, deep but unproven. So it's their opportunity. The opportunity is out there for them. Go out and prove yourselves. Terry Love, TJ, I'm talking to you, Williams. You know, T.J. Williams, if you see him on the field, he, he lets you know if he makes a catch. You can see the mouth guard moving up and down. He'll he'll let you know. So, T.J., I'm talking to you, Williams. Those guys, in my opinion, they, they, they have the opportunity to step up. T. Love in his, in his senior year, he's going to be uh, returning punts as well. Areas of concern, defensive line specifically. Our deepest and best position, hands down running back. You look at Javon Ringer. Although he tore that knee up again, he's looked quick as ever in spring ball. Javon Ringer is out, is out to turn heads this year. He had a tremendous work ethic and rehab to get that knee back to where it is now. And Javon Ringer is, could possibly be the first thousand yard rusher since Duckett in, in what, 2000 or 2001? So give it up to, to Ringer. I see Ringer getting a lot of touches, but don't forget someone that we didn't go to often last year who has tremendous power J.U. Kulkrick, the senior, I believe, will be a tremendous asset in that backfield. And D'Antonio has stress running the football, and I think it's going to be great with Ringer, the speedy back, and Kulkrick. Just shove it down your throat. I'm going to run it and run you over, Kulkrick. And not to mention three deep at running back, A.J. Jimerson. Talented, talented back. He's been overshadowed somewhat. By Javon Ringer. But three deep at the running back position, solid. One of our, uh, one of our other strong positions, the secondary. Now I'm not going to say corners. We have two unproven corners, but safety and strong safety. Otis Wiley, Nehemiah Work. Otis Wiley, 
the next NFL Spartan, in my opinion. A tremendous hitter, a tremendous head for the game, and above all, this kid has tremendous, this man, I should say, this young man has tremendous character off the field. Talented gospel singer. Little quick fact for you. Otis Wiley. The, I'd say Otis Wiley, the single best player on the Michigan State football team. He will make plays at his position in the Michigan State defensive secondary this year. Nehemiah Warwick, a lot of talk last year about what a, a big hitter he was and, and the plays he made. It was his first year in the Big Ten last year. A lot of learning for him last year. But expect Nehemiah Warwick and Otis Wiley to just be a tremendous combination. And, and don't count out Sir Darian Adams. He's been a four-year player. He came in as a true freshman and played on special teams. So he he's four years and out. He, he's, he has no fifth year. So Sir Darian Adams, Nehemiah Warwick, and Otis Wiley. Expect big things out of them. But but six and six at the best. Uh, to be to keep it real, I I have to say five and seven. Because they're gonna you know a year where you expect Michigan State football to be down, they they're gonna surprise you a game or two. I think take the expectations off. Maybe that's what they need. But, but Hoyer's going to be solid at QB, an unproven receiving core. I think that they'll go out and prove themselves. And, and TJ and Terry, TNT, hopefully will be explosive. How about that one for you, Jeff? TNT, I'm hoping that's explosive out there at wide receiver. The phone number is 517-432-3893. My name's Dan Duggar. I'm here every Monday night, 7 to 8 p.m. More importantly, in props, at 8 p.m. on Saturdays, DJ Conrad won in the cultural vibe for those of you who desire a little hip-hop music in your life check out the cultural vibe i believe it's like 8 to 2 a.m back-to-back shows conrad and dustin possibly the second host of the tail end of the cultural vibe pardon me if i'm if i'm messing up names here but dj one conrad tearing it up on saturday nights on the ones and twos Right here on Impact 89 FM. But, th- but there's my brief outlook for Samantha who emailed in. We, we appreciate all emails and all calls here at the Spartan Sports Wrap. Who wanted me to just give a quick outlook on what I thought of the season. There it is in a nutshell. We'll get into things in depth that first week of August. We don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves. It is Dustin. Outstanding. My memory at such an old age. <laughs> No, but that, that's just a quick synopsis of Michigan State football. I'm not going to get too in-depth, but I'm going to take a quick break. We'll come back to finish the last 12 minutes of this fantastic show, this lonely 50 minutes it's been all by myself without my partner in crime, the Latina Mosquito. But I'll be back after these messages. You're listening to the Spartan Sports Wrap on Impact 89 FM. You're listening to Exposure on 88.9 The Impact. Attention shoppers, if anyone is missing a rather plump set of love handles, please come to the customer service counter and claim them. The ample love handles were lost in the produce department where their former owner had purchased fruits and veggies to munch on during the big game. Thank you and have a good day. Small step number 81, snack on fruits and veggies. It's just one of the many small steps you can take to get healthy. Learn more at www.smallstep.gov. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. 
For more variety than you'll hear on any other station, listen to the Impact Primetime, where you can find a different specialty show every night of the week. Saturday nights from 8 p.m. until 2 a.m., tune into the cultural vibe to hear the best in both local and national hip-hop, plus live mixing on the ones and twos. Only on Impact Primetime. You're listening to Exposure on 88.9, The Impact. Phone lines are open at 432-3893. And now, back to Exposure. Welcome back to Impact 89 FM. More importantly, this is our once-a-week sports talk show. That's all they'll give me. Right here on Impact 89 FM, 7 to 8 p.m. Every Monday night. The inbox is just filling up, Jeff. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Lisa and Okamis says, Dan, I love your show. Not much of a sports fanatic, but when I listen to your show, I learn so much. I listen every week and will continue to listen as long as you can continue to speak the truth on sports. Hey, I appreciate that. The inbox wide open, wdbmsports at gmail.com. Following Lisa's email, we have Joe in Grand Ledge who says, Dan, just wondering what your take is on MSU's use of the $12 million they have gotten for renovations. Do you think that money is being used in the best way possible by renovating an office building for the MSU football coaches? And do you really believe that the renovations to the office building for the coaches are really going to boost their recruiting? This is Joe in Grand Ledge. To Lisa, I say thank you. To Joe, I say absolutely. I believe this money is being used wisely. If you look across the nation, Oklahoma, powerhouses, Texas, you know, we look down Auburn. Florida, the facilities at these perennial bowl teams, which Michigan State is striving to be, um, teams that are competing amidst the top of their respective conferences. Throughout the program, you have a positive attitude, but more importantly, winning. And winning takes things like foundation and have a foundation of facilities. We're looking at a solid weight room. We're looking at impressive offices you take a recruit through you want the recruit to say wow this is you know this is my superior this is my coach this is where he handles his business um, if you if you've seen on uh, msuspartans.com the digital design of what this building is going to look like albeit when it's finished in 2008 it is going to be breathtaking and, and, and you want that shock value that curb appeal as they say in real estate, especially when it comes into recruiting. When you take a basketball recruit into the basketball offices at the Berkowitz Complex at the Breslin Center, they are floored. You walk in, you see poster-sized blow-ups of the Sports Illustrated covers from 79 and 2000. Magic and Mateen, respectively. You see a trophy case of the what what is now the Lehman's or the Siemens Trophy was the Sears National Championship Trophy with all the championship rings inside the, the the enclosed case. You walk down a hallway, you see posters of NBA players, Spartans in the NBA. A very impressive facility. You walk into a players' theater where you watch game film and have meetings. You see your coach's offices, very impressive. Coaches' offices, there's more to this complex than is just having some new digs for the coaches. There's going to be a new Hall of Fame. I think part of, of you know, celebrating human achievement is, is honoring the past. And I believe Michigan State has done a good job at that. And they're continuing to do well with a, a new Hall of Fame. And, and that, that's going to be 
in, in involved in the new renovations over there at Duffy. And we see, I believe, a new a new weight room is going to be added as well. So when it when it comes to facilities and especially in football, uh, when we look at Keith Nickel, a prized recruit who who was headed to Michigan State, went down on a visit to Oklahoma, and boy, he changed his commitment quite quickly. So I th- I think the money is being spent is spent fairly. We see a stadium renovation, and boy, do I love working in that new press box at Spartan Stadium. It it is just dominating Michigan's press box down in Ann Arbor. I, I'm very thrilled with the new digs at Spartan Stadium. But yeah, it's essential. If you, if you want to recruit players, you have to have, and it's you don't want to have quality in one area and then just overlook another. You don't want to have just some shabby offices over here to the left, but oh, here's our stellar weight room and our players' meeting rooms and our locker rooms. You you want to you want to do it well and you want to encompass the whole, the facility as a whole. So I think money's being spent well there. Um, that's to, that's to answer Joe's question in Grand Ledge. So Lisa, Joe, and Samantha, your email is much appreciated. That is a new record for emails, Jay, in the inbox. WDBMSports at gmail.com. Don't forget, coming up at 8 o'clock, it is the Jazz Spectrum with Jeff Shoup on the 1s and 2s and the MP3s and the CDs and live performances occasionally. So Jeff Shoup and the Jazz Spectrum coming up at 8 p.m. A little quick recap of the show. Raymar Morgan playing well, having an impact, as we like to say. Uh, Team USA's under-19 squad, six points, just under four rebounds, and an assist in 16 minutes a game through four games as a starter. And the USA is undefeated. Drew Neitzel also will hopefully be representing the Stars and Stripe. He dramatically increased his probability of donning the red, white, and blue when he was one of 14 players selected uh, to a final roster that will be trimmed by two more players. But in my opinion, Drew Knights will be in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, in the coming weeks, representing the Stars and Stripes in the Pan Am games. And as a result, you'll see Drew Knights will get some some preseason honors. He's getting some recognition. And in my opinion, he's one of the top three point guards in the nation. WDBMSports at gmail.com. You want to drop a quick email? Thanks to those who have already emailed. Uh, to those who have called, clearly you haven't. So get on the phone, please, if you'd like, for the last five here. 517-432-3893. Alyssa Dahan, women's basketball, also successful here. She's selected to the under-19 team. She'll compete July 26th through August 5th in Bratislava, Slovakia. University of Michigan ditches the swoosh, and they're going with Adidas. All day I dream about sports. Is is, is, is that what it is? I'm not sure. Eight years, just under $8 million. Uh, appears to be a money grab, but hey, uh, University of Michigan now sponsored by Adidas. NFL, Detroit Lions make their defensive tackle their franchise player as well as the highest paid defensive tackle. His name, Corey Redding, seven years, $49 million, including $16 million guaranteed and a hefty $13 million signing bonus. So I'm sure if there is a Mrs. Redding, she is very, very happy this evening when her husband came home with $13 million stacks. And... NBA, quick one, Morris Peterson signs with the New Orleans Hornets. Money may have been a motivator here, but can't blame the man. 
Four years, $23 million. And as a result, he'll become the starting shooting guard in New Orleans. Peja Stoyakovich will move to small forward. And Mo Pete, this is what he was looking for all along, he'll become this a starter. He was moved to a reserve role in Toronto in his latter year. Um, I'm not sure if Mo Pete is still in the midst of his prime. We may see a breakout year from Mo, not so much of a breakout, but a solid year from Mo Pete. He's, it's somewhat of a fresh start. He's out of Canada for crying out loud. <laughs> you gotta be pleased with that. Canada to New Orleans. You gotta, you gotta be pleased. A nice change of, change of scenery from ice hockey and snow to, you know, the Gulf Coast. So Morris Peterson now a Hornet. Unfortunately, not a piston. Clearly, he did not want to come in and be Rip Hamilton's backup. So, an up-and-coming team. Hey, you'll be able to play alongside Peja and up-and-coming point guard star Chris Paul. That's it's not a bad situation for Morris Peterson. Don't forget, next week on the Spartan Sports Chat, we're going to discuss NASCAR. Yes, NASCAR on my show. I'm sure eyebrows are being raised if, if there are eyebrows out there listening. That NASCAR is going to be discussed. We're going to bring in Shannon Sheldon of the Detroit Free Press. Yes, she's Michigan State's beat writer, but Shannon has a tremendous love and talent when it comes to covering NASCAR. We're going to talk about Dale Earnhardt Jr. and why Budweiser is going to be leaving us as his sponsor. And we'll discuss all that next week on the Spartan Sports Web. Not to mention, first week of August, Michigan State official football preview. May even get a few of the Spartans in studio here to discuss like we did last year. We had Justin Kershaw and Ojemdi Nuwabo come in the studio. And I just may bring that pair back to have a, a anniversary of their first appearance. Might as well bring them back for round two. So that that's a wrap for the show. If you miss a show and you'd like to listen, don't forget our email address at WD or pardon me, impact89fm.com. I'm losing it. Our email address open all week for your questions or comments. We thank Joe, Samantha, and Lisa Vokamis for emailing in tonight. Much appreciated. That inbox is wide open all week. I'll even respond during the week and mention on the show next Monday. WDBMSports at gmail.com. For my engineer behind the glass, Jay, I appreciate everything you do for me. And for all of you fans listening, I appreciate your listening to my show, being a faithful, your faithfulness is what I was looking for, being a faithful listener to the Spartan Sports Wrap every Monday night, 7 to 8 p.m. right here on Impact 89 FM. Thanks for listening, and see you next Monday. You've been listening to the Spartan Sports Wrap on Impact Exposure. Tune in every week for more of the greatest sports information, news, and analysis. Here and only here on Impact 89 FM.